0: And we are live. Good morning everybody. It's your favorite X truck driver. X truck driver. X truck driver. Bitcoin Ben. Here for the X Show. Friends, we're going to talk about. All right. For the. Hang on a second. First off. First off. First off. Hang on a second. I have so much going on in my head. And everything I am doing right now is. Absolutely incredible. I, hang on a second. I am, I am in awe of where we're at right now. And I am literally, uh, I don't know where to begin, so I'm going to begin with a little housekeeping. Number one, if you're in California right now, my partner, Lori, is in California. She is having a crypto meetup in California tomorrow evening. It is at at Alvia's Rest El Rancho Cheetos or I don't know exactly what that is. I'm suspecting it's a Mexican restaurant. If you're in california right near san san clemente california go down hang out with lori and find out what we have going on at the clubs at our adventure capital fund at uh, we have so much um and uh our plans for clubs in California, Nashville, New Jersey. Uh, Everything we have going on. Talk to Lori. Lori is lined up with everything. Uh, And this is my, my friends. I cannot stress this enough. If you're not into Bitcoin, for Christ's sake, understand, and for the next two hours, unless you're on YouTube or Rumble, I I highly suggest you join my Patreon group because every day I do a two-hour video but only my Patreon and FG TV gets the full two-hour show, plus all my extra shows and my extra interviews with prominent crypto people, pro- prominent entrepreneurs, people who are creating the software the platforms everything you're going to be using i'm interviewing them i'm uh i am working on an interview with uh oh god what's your name hang on one second with the fold team from fold, I'm working on an interview from uh, with someone from the Exodus wallet, and I'm working on an interview with someone from MoonPay, and I'm working on an interview with someone from Orange Pill App. These are all applications that, and oh, this is nuts, folks. And I'm working on getting someone on the show from X, formerly known as Twitter. Now, the reason. For all of this. Now, once again, if you're in California, go to Alvias El Rancho in San Clemente at 204 in Avindia Del Mar A. You see it right there. All right, go there tomorrow night, from four thirty till six thirty. Lori will be there. She'll be able, and you can find it on Meetup. All right, just search Crypto Meetup West Coast, and and you'll find it. All right, or go to Bitcoin Ben Crypto Club meetups we're a public group All right there we go let me close this there we go okay now i'm back All right Whew. folks this this 2 hour episode is going to literally blow your freaking mind number one i'm gonna i'm going to show you guys what is happening all right now elon announces x platform that twitter will now be known as x what i'm gonna do that no other channel I guarantee and it, no one's going to put this together like me because I know history and I know exactly what is coming. Right? This is not, I think, this is not maybe, this is not my opinion, right? When when someone asks me, Ben, what's your source? I'm the plucking source. Right? Now, here we go, folks. Let's jump right in. Okay. Now, first off, this here is from a book. And you can look it up, folks. This is from a book in 1941. It is called "The Road We Are Traveling." Now, the road we are traveling, right? Hang on one second. Hang on one second. Now, let me flip this. All right, pause this. All right, move this over here. All right, now, there we go. All right, this is from a book from 1941. The name of the book is called The Road We Are Traveling. All right, this is written by a Fabian socialist progressive. It was explaining what, what they were doing and what they were moving towards and how they wanted it to roll out. Now, on page number 95, that's this one here. Now, Let me read this to you. You don't have to take my word for it, folks. You can read it from the book. All right. All right. Let me start here.
1: All
0: right. All right. He's explaining. the future system they're moving into by the way hit the likes and subscribes and i'm telling you join the patreon it's five bucks a month it's the best five dollars you will ever spend in your life all right listen to this this links with twitter now known as something has appeared which nobody anticipated nobody wanted and nobody really understands Mr. James Burham has called it the managerial revolution in the first in intelligent attempt to understand it, which I have seen. Many more s- studies will be needed before the mystery is cleared up. We have something called X, which is displacing the system of free enterprise Prize all over the world. If we do not know yet what to call it, we can at least describe its major characteristics. They include in most countries. Now, the list is called from free enterprise into x the the letter x alright number one a strong centralized government number two an executive arm growing at the expense of legislative and judicial arms in some countries power is uh Collecting in a dictator. Number three, the control of banking, credit, and security exchanges by the government. The underwriting of employment by government. Understand that. The underwriting. That means the funding, the creation. Right? By the government, either through armaments or public works. Next page. The underwriting of Social Security by government, old age pensions, mother's pensions, welfare. Unemployment insurance and the like. The underwriting of food, housing, and medical care by the government. The United States is already experimenting with providing these essentials. Other nations are not far along down the road. The use of deficit, listen folks, the use of deficit deficit spending technique to finance these underwritings. The annual balanced budget has lost its old time sanctity. The, the, abol- the abandonment of gold in favor of managed currencies, the c- control of foreign trade by governments with increasing emphasis on bilateral agreements and partner deals. The control of natural resources with increasing emphasis on self sufficiency. Now, listen <laughs> the control of energy sources, hydroelectric power, coal, petroleum, and natural gas the control of transportation, railways, highways, airways, waterways, the control of agricultural production, the control of labor organizations, often to the point of prohibiting strikes, the enlistment of young men and and women in youth corps, corps, devoted to health, discipline, community service, and ideologies consistent, consistent with those of the authorities the CCC camps have just been in uh, in inog- aggregated military drills. That's an example of the time. All right. Next, heavy taxation with a special infant, infant inference on the estates and incomes of the rich, not much taking over of property or industries in the old socialist sense. The formula appears to be control without ownership. It is interesting to recall the same formula is being used by the management of great corporations in depriving stockholders of power. This now the state control of communications and propaganda. Okay. We're at the last phase of that. The state control of communications and propaganda. Now, let's switch over and let's present the next screen. Right. Remember, this is from a book written in 1930s and 40s called The Road We Are Traveling. Now, Obama had a documentary about his presidency made in... 2014. The name of it is let me move me. The road we've traveled. This is from Barack Obama dot com. The name of the documentary of about Obama's presidency is the road we've traveled understand this has been over a hundred year plan to reach exactly where we're at now now let's remove this one let me close that all right Now, the next thing I want to show you is from Elon Musk in 1999. This is the video of Elon Musk in 1999. 1999 folks. Right, I'm going to mute me and play him to make sure that, that this is off. All right, there we go. You make sure. All right, there we go. All right, now. Listen closely. Eli, listen very closely to the language. Listen to what he calls the system he's building. So, this is an ATM. What we're
2: going to do is transform the traditional banking industry. I do not fit the
1: picture of a banker. This is from 1999.
0: What does it say on the piece of paper? X.com. What did he just change the name of Twitter to? All
1: right. x.com this
2: is julie raising 50 million dollars is a matter of making a series of phone calls and the money is there i've sunk the great majority of of my net worth into x.com which is the new banking and mutual funds company on the internet that i've started big big x exactly x.com i think x.com could absolutely be a a multi-billion dollar bonanza because if you look at the industry that x
1: is pursuing it's the biggest sector of the world economy so this is an atm what are we going to okay now
0: let's let's go to the next video all right. that was elon musk in 1999 talking about x.com all right Okay, yep, here. All right, let me open this. All right. This says, all right, Twitter's evolution to X could become half of the global financial system. Listen up, folks.
1: Essentially, if, if, if done right, the... X would be, with oh, fuck me, come on, would serve people's
2: financial needs to such a degree that over time it would.
0: Oh, for Christ's sake, you hunk of fuck.
1: Become, I don't know, maybe. All right,
0: we're going to try. If if done right, the.
2: X would be. with w- 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 all
0: right? This is getting
2: The people's financial needs to such a degree that over time it would
1: become. I don't know. Maybe. All
0: right. Basically, he says what the quote is. All right. He says that X could become half of the global financial system. I'm not going to sit and fiddle fuck with this thing. Alright? Now, the this is what I want you to see. Alright? On, on July 22nd, 2022 at 1030 in the evening, Elon Musk put out this tweet. All right it says this Oppenheimer movie is way too long now the Oppenheimer movie is the key All right now if you look at Elon Musk's whole feed it's it's all about x it's all about x x x x x x x x x x x x x x x x x make more babies XX. X. And then all of a sudden he's like, you know what? Let's talk about Oppenheimer. Now, oh, all right, guys. All of you watching on YouTube, I, I unfortunately have to drop YouTube because YouTube does not allow me to say what I'm going to say over the next hour and a half if you want to watch all of this and my friends this leads into a a, an alien video that was released this morning listen to me folks it's all connected Right, click the link under here. Join my Patreon now, it's five dollars a month, and that five dollars a month goes to pay for a server for the private videos. Right? Five bucks a month is not making me rich here, folks. That's not where I get the majority of my money. All <laughs> right. Now, so everyone on YouTube, click the link, go to Patreon, and join there for the whole video. Now, you can also go to Rumble, which you can watch the next half hour. But if you want the whole hour and a half, you've got to go to Patreon. That's my private server. All right. Let's hear a word from the sponsor. And my God, folks, like I told you guys, in when I was reading off the, uh, Uh, the description of the X system. We're in the last phase of controlling communications and propaganda. Please click the link under the video or call us at the club to get your Liberty Laptop or your crypto laptop or get both if you're smart you're getting both and now we have a paypal option where you can make payments for the laptops you don't have to be able to afford it all at once get them get your laptops now because the control part of the communications is coming soon. Are you buying and selling cryptos
3: on the same laptop that you're using to browse the internet, read your email and visit social media sites? If so, you're exposing your cryptos to theft. Whenever you're online, you're at risk of getting hacked and having your identity stolen. How would you feel if someone stole all of your cryptos? What would that do to your finances? Guard your cryptos with a safe and secure laptop from Calix Solutions. Each laptop is set up just for you and your cryptos, and then we walk you through exactly how it works. Don't risk the security of your cryptos. Order a crypto laptop from Calix Solutions now to secure your crypto future. Learn more at KalixSolutions.io.
0: Okay, now. I'm telling you guys right now. I got I got my right hand man up in the front there. Call him now. 941-960-1180. That's the telephone number for the club. Let him set you up with FGTV a laptop. He'll he'll help you go through getting a laptop. All right. He'll he'll help with everything. That's that's why he's there. He's there to help you guys. Call nine four one nine six zero 1180. Okay. Now back to it. Those on YouTube bye-bye. Join the Patreon. Okay. Now it's just us on the private server and our other platforms that do not censor as much right they still censor but not as much all right. my private servers the only one that does not censor at all all right now the reason that elon musk puts out a tweet on this Oppenheimer movie is way too long. Oppenheimer. Why in the ever-loving hell is Hollywood putting out a movie about Oppenheimer right now? Do you know who Oppenheimer is? Do you know what he did? Do you know who he is? Do you know who he is a disciple of? Oppenheimer is a disciple of Tesla. Oppenheimer Oppenheimer helped create the atom bomb. Oppenheimer ran the last... Los Alamos location for the Manhattan Project, Oppenheimer was literally the dude, he was a futurist, all right? Now, anyone that doesn't know history. Why the fuck would they give a fuck about Oppenheimer? The two major movies right now are Barbie and Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer Do you think that any of the general public gives a flying crap about Ipe, Oppenheimer Do you think Hollywood said you know what's going to really sell some tickets Oppenheimer.
1: No! Oppenheimer
0: is not what you think of when you think blockbuster film. You know what's really going to bring the people into the movie theaters? Let's tell a story about A guy named Oppenheimer. Now, the key is, what does the movie tell? Does it tell his story with the Manhattan Project? Or does it tell his story about his link with the road we are traveling? See, Oppenheimer was not a progressive. He was in some sense, but not in the governmental structure sense. He was more of a social progressive. Then he was an economic progressive. Now, it's fundamental that you understand that the reason Elon Musk put this tweet out was to introduce all his followers to Oppenheimer the name oppenheimer now that leads us into this right now that that video comes later that's when we're on the private server right but i'm going to lead into this oppenheimer understood that the atomic bomb was not to blow shit up. Oppenheimer's focus in the physics of it was linked with Tesla's communications information and technology. See, the atom bomb is not about blowing up buildings. The atom bomb is about disrupting frequencies. That's what the atomic bomb is about. Yes. And to kill virus. Bingo. Okay. Here's a little history for the folks out there. Right. Hang on a second. I, I thought I had the rumble chat up. Right. Let me Let me click over here. There we go. You want to pop out the chat. Move the chat over here. There we go. All right. Those of you watching on Rumble, give me a like. Yes. See, this is why I love Rumble. The people over here are, um, no, no, no. Um, All right. Silverstone, S C A says it seems like X is up to no good, or am I missing something? Right? No, no, no. X. The reason. <laughs> the reason that Elon Musk is talk changed it to X, is talking X, 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 is in the book in 1941. After explaining the system X, they said the key to the progressives goal was to control the system X. Now, from the point of view of the writer of the road we are traveling, his point of view was from the government. How how everything said government on it. The government to control X. The government to control this. What Elon Musk is doing is taking the label X. See, Elon Musk is wicked fucking smart, guys. Elon Musk is using the progressive tactic of of stealing meanings of words. Right? The progressives call themselves progressives for a reason. They stole the term so they could reshape the definition of it. That's what Elon is doing with the X. That's why it's X space, X Twitter, X you know, everything with Elon is X because he's stealing a term that the progressives recognize, but the general public doesn't know about yet. So Elon is introducing the term X. To the general public in the free market system. So he's explaining System X and building System X to not be controlled by the government, but be controlled by the people. He's pulling a progressive move on the progressives because the progressives know what system X is. It's why it's what, remember the road we are traveling, Obama's documentary, the road we traveled, they know the term system X. The progressives know X, they know the brand of it. They know that X means them. What Elon's doing is he's taking the X brand away from the progressives, the progressive elite. And he's introducing it as X everything, X bank, X this, X that. So the people who the progressives run the average, everyday, dumbass, Democrat, radical, uh, feminist, uh, uh, the dumbasses who follow the progressives. All right? They think that Elon is on their side. They think Elon's like, oh, okay, oh, 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 because they. But right. they've been taught the messaging is through social media. So all these lower level progressives who have read the road we are traveling, right? because if they've read rules for radicals, All right And all of them have. They've all read the rules of radicals from Saul Alinsky, Saul Alinsky referenced the X system, the system they were moving towards. Elon is so next level fucking smart. I love this. That's why he's always smiling, folks. Because Elon, Trump, all these people, right? All these people are lining up the progressives for a huge fail. The progressives are, are so screwed up right now. And that's why the name of the episode is Bitcoin 100K. Huge adoption splits the powers that be and starts the power wars. All right. right? That's what's going on right now. This is what I want you guys to understand. Remember the split that I've been telling you about? That we're gonna have a split. Well, that the, the progressives will go one way. And the the others, us will go the other Not everyone that was aligned with the system is a progressive. The CEO of BlackRock. Listen to me, folks. I get this from a excellent fucking source. And I mean... Excellent. Like right-hand woman involved with Blackrock. Right. All right. Now. This woman told me the CEO of BlackRock has just been fucking red pilled big time. And I mean fucking big time. The person that talked. To the CEO of BlackRock. It will. If this ever comes out. To the. General public. It will blow your. Fucking mind. On who opened. The CEO of BlackRock's. Mind. Who. Who red-pilled him. He is now on our side. He sees what is going on. He sees the weaponization of ESG. He sees it all. And he is all out about it now. He is full-fledged, sworn, I'm going to say that word again, sworn, understanding this. You know how huge that is. Do you, do you understand what I just said? My friends, the elites who are not blackmailed, the elites who are not anti-American, the elites who are not Against humanity are waking up and they're ready to attack. My friends, I cannot stress how important this is. I cannot express what this means. I'm and I pinky swear, folks, I'm, I'm getting chills just fucking saying this. The amount of influence that we're ju- that we're on the verge of, the amount of people, influential people who are about to jump full fucking force into Bitcoin, into decentralized cryptocurrency wars. And the power war is un-freaking-real. This is why I'm telling you, folks, my God, I cannot stress this enough. Please listen to me. I, I am not saying this to sell laptops. I'm saying this because this is going to literally be your saving grace. As we go through this, right? Wait, you. Oh, hang on. Right, where the hell am I? Right, there I am. Get your Liberty laptop now. (laughs) Yeah, there's us. We have a chat available now. Yeah, chat now. Ben. Oh, yeah. Well, he already has my info. All right. Go over and chat with Austin over at Calix Solutions now. He's on the chat. Hell, I'm going to open up the chat and I'm going to work some chat today. Over on Calyx Solutions. That's how. All right, if you go over and chat on Calyx Solutions, and you see someone named Pin chatting with you, that's me. <laughs> all right, now, uh, holy cow, we got one one minute left. Left trick. All right. Everyone watching on Rumble, click the link under the video. Go to my Patreon and come for the rest of the video. The rest of the video has to be on my private server. If I put this shit out even on Rumble, it, um, Rumble's great. Don't Get me wrong, folks, but there is hardware inside that Rumble uses, right? Call now, chat, get on the website, go to www.calixsolutions.io. The link's under my video. For the laptop and chat with Austin, or you can call us at the club, and we'll help you get a laptop now. Now, uh, where was I? Oh, geez, such a crazy day. Get, get on my Patreon for the next hour it will be solely on patreon and fgtv right if if you if you join the club the bitcoin bin crypto club you get fgtv you get all my stuff you join my patreon you get you get all my stuff Plus, you can talk to me one-on-one. I only talk one-on-one on on Patreon. So your choice, whichever one. But I have to move to the private server for the next round of what we're talking about. Yes, there's a link over on uh, Rick just... Posted it in the chat over on Rumble. Click the link next to Rick Koska's uh, name, and that will take you to my Patreon channel. All right, everyone, have a great day. Uh, Everyone on the private server, just hang loose we're not ending anything we're just gonna continue on uh someone says would love to be able to chat from fgtv we're working on it right we are working on it so it's it's a process folks it's a process i love you guys Uh, Join the Patreon. Click under here. So. Now, <laughs> holy plucking shit, folks. Now, holy shit. Now that we're on the private server only, I can say whatever the fuck I want to say. And please forgive the language. But today's an emotional roller coaster. Right. My friends, what Elon is building with X, Twitter, is he's implementing his X bank. See, Facebook, Facebook, remember Libra, how they tried to launch their own currency? Yeah, yeah, no, Elon is launching Bitcoin all throughout Twitter. Every Twitter address is a lightning address. He's about to monetize hundreds of millions of people and they're going to have a wallet. I mean, you're right here. Share screen. Share this. Make sure I can share audio. Share. Okay. Now, don't look at this part yet. That comes later, right? You see where you have all of these right here? You have home, explore, notifications, messages, lists, blah, blah, blah. blah you're about to have wallet wallet where you can link your credit card right those of us who have a blue check mark see down here how i have a blue check mark i linked my credit card to twitter to buy that now as Elon rolls out Wallet X or the X wallet, you'll be able to purchase Bitcoin on Twitter using your credit card. You, you understand what that means? all of a sudden listen to me folks all of a sudden all of a sudden twitter is bigger than binance listen to me the largest crypto exchange in the world is Binance by value. Twitter X is a hundred times bigger than Binance. A hundred times bigger than Binance. There you go. I paid my blue mark with a fold card. That's a smart man right there. Why spend money and not earn Bitcoin? By the way, I have a link for the fold card under my video. All right. Now, understand, let me just run through this, folks. Let's do a little recap before we get into the alien video. Oh, yeah. The alien video. Here we go. the CEO of BlackRock has just been red pilled and is full-fledged into Bitcoin with an agenda to, to defeat the old system. Think about that. Oh, but All right. All right. Johnny says, we're not going to have enough Bitcoin. Look on Twitter. Look at Cliff High's latest tweet this morning. Cliff High put out a, a tweet that said, we are going into the phase of unattaining.
1: If friends, if you
0: have done what I've told you to do, please listen to me, get a hold of Caleb and Brown and get Bitcoin now. Remember all the times I told you, just open an account. You don't have to buy now. Just open an account for when it's time to go. It's time to go, folks. Caleb and Brown, remember Coinbase, Kraken, all these exchanges cannot get your Bitcoin to you. They can't, they're gonna freeze up. Caleb and Brown has a direct line into the -the over-the-counter exchange pool and miners directly. Silver's time will come. It's just not now. If you've got a bunch of silver, sell it and get some Bitcoin. I Don't sell all of it. But get some damn Bitcoin. Get as much as back. The tr- you've never heard me talk like this, folks. Ever. Ever, 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 ever. All right. keep some silver but right now get some bitcoin because it is gonna skyrocket folks this is not gonna be a slow process like i've said in past videos when this hits, bye-bye Bitcoin price. It's good. It's going to go parabolic, folks. It's going to go fucking parabolic. Now, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Yep, Sam Oil is my broker. Yes, call Sam and, and, and literally, right? Wes says, just buy Bitcoin, not Litecoin. Folks, you know me. My largest holding is in Litecoin. But for fiddle fuck's sake, folks. What's coming? Yes, it's just Bitcoin right now. Litecoin is going to have its moment in the sun, but it's not now. You guys know I am a Litecoin. I am a Divi guy. I am a Bitcoin guy. I'm telling you right now. Get Bitcoin before it jumps. They're trying to pr- Did you see the interview? They're down to bringing dumbass ex actors off of the off of a show like Orange County or Orange um, something. Fuck, I don't know. It was some dumbass actor that wrote a book explaining how Bitcoin was a scam and how Bitcoin a Ponzi scheme. They are blowing the dust off of C-level celebrities and going, here, we're going to put you on television and make an absolute fucking fool out of you. The host, all right, the host of the show or the co-host, right, destroyed this actor. And he's not even a Bitcoin expert the co-host just has interviewed Michael Saylor, all these people, the CEO of BlackRock. The co-host has interviewed all these amazing fucking ec- economic people. And they bring fucktard from the OC, yeah, that's what it was called, Orange County, OC. Um, o. This fucktard, because he's not smart enough to tie his own fucking shoe, gets a call and goes, hey, do you want to go on our show? <laughs> yeah. Goes on the show, gets fucking destroyed by a slightly educated crypto guy. Imagine if Michael Saylor was on that episode with that guy. Michael Saylor would not even have talked to that guy. Michael Saylor would have smiled and went, look little fella get back on the little bus and go lick a fucking window. Michael Saylor wouldn't even waste his time with that fucking retard. Excuse my language again. Like I said, I'm, I'm passionate. I need a cigarette folks. My God, I feel like I just had sex. Well, not really, but. Somebody remind me to remind my wife about something tonight. Right? Daddy needs to get something off of his chest, and put it onto hers. <laughs> okay, sorry guys. <laughs> it's one of those days. I swear to God. Okay, um, she wore she wore a pearl necklace. No, no, Jesus, this show's gone to hell in a handbasket. All right, now, this this next thing I want to touch on. All right, let me share the screen. All right, this is from Redacted. All right, some of you may recognize this guy right this guy this guy here is a progressive, I mean a legit progressive, but he's not a liar. He calls himself a progressive, All right? But if you've watched his show, He's not a dishonest person. He thinks the progressive movement is there for the good of the people. Yes, he's one of those. All right. Is this why they are pushing the price down right now? Yes. Um uh did anyone hear that a thousand freaking Bitcoin was moved from a wallet that hasn't been touched in 11 years? Someone moved a thousand Bitcoin, right? That has not been moved in 11 years. This is go time, folks. This is where people are going to try and manipulate the price down. That's why I'm telling you, they're going to push the price down as far as they can go. But it's not going to be far. They will not be able to hit $28,000. All right. But get call or email, text your your Caleb and Brown guy and say, buy Bitcoin now. Because this is going to be their last shove. It's all they've got, folks. This is going to be their last shove take advantage of it get in while they're trying to drop the price as low as possible and buy it buy it buy it buy it i did i bought it this morning i hell i bought it last night Yes, I front ran you guys because as soon as I got off the phone, I'm like, uh, where do I have cash? I have some here. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, 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 right. Boom. I bought more Bitcoin. I'm not telling you guys this and not doing it myself. I ain't stupid neither. Right now, uh, let's see. Yes, Uh, this guy used to be on Fox and Friends weekend. Right, he now has, um, right, he now has. A uh, podcast with him and his wife. Now, this video I'm going to play, you guys. Listen carefully, folks. The chit's about to go down. Ready? Is
1: report now here at Redacted. The film that you are are about to see is jaw-dropping, and it was passed over by the New York Times. report now here at Redacted. The film that you are about to see is jaw-dropping, and it was passed over by the New York Times. The New York Times had an opportunity to to run the story, and they didn't. And we are here now. would Redacted going to run this story. We're going to show you this unbelievable film in just a moment. But what's more astonishing, however, might be the cover-up and the secrecy of this top-secret film. My guest today is
2: John Stewart, former candidate for Illinois governor in U.S. Congress. He spent more than five years investigating, proving the provenance of this alleged film, this top-secret film, which we're about to show you. Um, and what you are about to see. And it purportedly shows an alien, an extraterrestrial biological entity being interrogated at the S2 facility in 1997 by
1: members of the US military. Yes. An alien creature being interrogated by members of the U.S. military. And just
2: a few weeks ago, our guest John Stewart hand delivered his entire investigation
1: to Congressman Tim Burchett's office, and he's
2: become the first non-government civilian to submit a report to the United States Congress regarding the extraterrestrial phenomenon. And John joins us now. John, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you here on Redacted.
3: Thank you, Clayton. It's an honor, and uh, it's an honor at any time uh, anyone
1: is willing to listen to uh, this bizarre and
3: And incredible journey and investigation. And I am honored to be on your show and, and able to t- tell your viewers and listeners um, my journey and uh, expose with, without a doubt the greatest cover-up in human history.
2: So we're going to show this film in a minute, and it's about two minutes and 57 seconds long, this film from 1997. We're going to walk through it, and you're going to explain to our viewers exactly what we're seeing. But I do want to provide some context here on how uh, this film came to be, how you got your hands on this film um, and the uh, the cover-up surrounding this film. So how did you first learn about this this interrogation that took place at 1997
1: at the S2 facility? Like most people back in, uh, at- okay i'm back sorry guys i had to
0: reboot my whole system that's how bad this is getting all right i all right mind you folks hang on a second all right mind you i work on a laptop that is about one of the most expensive laptops you can buy this is top of the line laptop it's literally like the best I could get at the time. This thing is made for like super everything. Uh, Now, I digress, I digress, I digress right now I'm gonna get back and we're gonna go over again and we're gonna rewatch this
1: right? Right?
2: No. This top secret film, which we're about to show you, um, and which you are about to see. And it purportedly shows an alien, an extraterrestrial biological entity being interrogated at the S2 facility in 1997 by members of the U.S. military. Yes. An alien creature being interrogated by members of the US military. Just a few weeks ago, our guest, John Stewart, hand delivered his entire investigation to Congressman Tim Burchett's office. And he's become the first non government civilian to submit a report to the United States Congress regarding the extraterrestrial phenomenon. And John joins us now. John, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you here on Redacted.
3: you Clayton it's an honor and uh, it's an honor at any time uh, anyone is willing to listen to uh, this bizarre and incredible journey and investigation and I am honored to be on your show and and able to tell your viewers and listeners um, my journey and uh, expose with without a doubt, the greatest cover up in human history.
2: So we're gonna show this film in a minute and it's about two minutes and 57 seconds long, this film from 1997. We're gonna walk through it and you're gonna to explain to our viewers exactly what we're seeing, but I do wanna provide some context here on how uh, this film came to be, how you got your hands on this film um, and the, uh, the cover-up surrounding this film. So how did you first learn about this, this interrogation that took place at 1997 at the S2 facility?
3: like most people back in uh, in 1997, this was part of, or this was a, you know, a documentary that came out. And I was living this baller lifestyle, you know, I had a black Porsche, a powerboat on Lake Michigan, living in the 36th floor of one of the the hottest real estate markets and areas in chicago and and i say that not to impress anybody but to impress upon people you know i go to sit down and watch this documentary thinking alien interview this is going to be like a weird humanoid looking person handing a clipboard over to a general at the pentagon for a job interview i mean this is how my brain was thinking and i'm sitting down and 30 minutes into this documentary this Footage comes on, it's not professionally done. It doesn't have any cuts. There's people in the foreshadow. This gray alien is bone color, bone, like human bone. It's got round eyes, not point, you know, almond shaped eyes. You know, if I'm hoaxing a video of a gray alien, it's gonna be gray and it's gonna have the typical almond eyes. And this bizarre physiological monitor next to the bean that goes up and down and not across the screen and then Victor the alleged whistleblower who claimed to have helped smuggle this out of area 51 51 that's the way insiders talk of area 51 and um and i, I you know i i had a psychologist tell me that i've probably encountered 10,000 people in my life with um wrestling and, you know, in in the automobile industry and in politics, I've never heard anyone this intelligent in my life. And I don't think a 23 year old screenwriter in 96 could have made up this script that Victor was talking about. I mean, the vernacular he used was bizarre and he used a term called medical flagging. The creature starts to medically flag. And I asked my old uh, doctor uh, uh, who was about 65 years old at the time in 97, on my annual checkup, I said, "What is med- medically flaggy?" And he looked at me. He goes, "He goes, where did you hear that from? That's like a that's like a, a army medical term we used in the 50s and 60s." I'm like, "Wait a minute, what is going on here?" And then there was some weird an acronym on the bottom: DNI, David November Igloo slash 27. And Victor tells us that was the Department of Naval Intelligence. So I run for Congress two years later with this film in the back of my mind going, what is going on here? And I don't wanna say his name anymore because I'm I'm getting admonished for doing so, but I was on a political bus tour and I went up to a Senator during a break and uh, who has passed away now. And I said, Senator, what is the Department of Naval Intelligence? And Clayton, you look in my eyes. This guy went from jovial, happy Senator to this aggressive look and he looked at me, he goes, you don't need to know anything about that. And he stormed off and he never talked to me the rest of the tour, uh, which was a weekend. And I'm thinking to myself, and Clayton, you're a journalist, you're an investigative reporter too. I'm thinking, wait a minute, I got a hoaxed video with medical terminology, the 50s and 60s. I've got a gray alien that's tan and round eyes, medical staff, they're in short sleeve scrubs and not in biohazard suits to really hype up the video. I've got a, I've got a monitor that I have never seen in you know, 35 years of, of my life back then. And I've got three letters on this hoaxed video that has just pissed off a United States Senator. What in God's name is going on with this film?
2: I think we probably uh, we've we've let our audience wait long enough, but I absolutely wanted absolutely. to provide the deep context on this film so that you're not just watching this film without any context and knowing the names of the individuals who were in the room, uh, people who were there at the time and the verification of that. All of that processing there, um, the New York Times piece of this, them saying, we believe you, we believe the veracity of this. So you have all of that. Now, let's play the film. So here it is. This is again, it's silence. There's no audio on this. What are we looking at here as we play this film? What are we seeing on our screen, John?
3: Okay, contrary to, to Victor's voiceover. Um, this is a film uh, shot April of, two, of 1991, a thought projection interview of a other gray, designated an other gray, an extraterrestrial biological entity. He is a haploid, which means he, he came with only one sexual chromosome. Human beings are diploids. Uh, for any microbiologists out there, if I'm hatcheting those words, uh, I'm sorry, but this being had only one uh, uh, sexual chromosome. Uh, he came to the S2 alpha, the official designation of the underground facility that had the, that housed the alien a- interrogation and retention program. That's the unofficial name of of what this was. Uh, they call these interview suites the ambassador suites because they do the government did try for the, the care and did treat these and look at these beings and still do as ambassadors from other planets and other dimensions. And if you hear David Grush coughing on his words, it's because he doesn't want to tell you that some of these beings are from other dimensions. And, um, so this being was very ill at the time he had a respiratory issue now Sean David Morton also heard for uh, also heard I can't verify this veracity. that it's some sort of uh, uh, debilitation or disease with its heart lung sac it does not have a traditional heart it's got a heart lung one sac which was the need for the special monitor which goes up and down does not go across uh, to monitor this bizarre heart lung one sac organ that the alien has. And um, behind the viewing glass, we're.
1: Oh,
0: um, I wanted to jump in here real quick. Right. The reason. And I think I need to explain this so you understand what you're looking at right? When you're in an interview of what is called secured information interviewing process, the room is pitch black. Right? It's so that the interviewers cannot be identified. The reason there's no sound is so the interviewers cannot be identified. Because in, in this In this type of military operation, it's important that the interviewers and the people in the room are not able to be identified. This is not, hey, we're gonna Take this little alien fella or this little mask and we are gonna uh put it in a dark interview room and you know just not, you know, so people can't tell it's not real. No, these rooms exist, folks, trust me. when you're doing that type of interview it's in a dark room and the the audio is recorded separate from the video so that you um um so that you don't have double risk exposure if the video is released or got in the wrong hands, right? You have to, anyone who's ever helped with military intelligence understands what I'm saying. Just, I wanted to clear that up, right? And it, uh, yeah, they can't handle the light. That's, that's, that's not part of it, right? Uh, They can handle light. It's just, you have to, this is not a rabbit hole you have to understand that what you think of uh, looking, their eyes don't work that way. Think of a combination between visual and sonar. And that's how they see. They see different layers of frequency with their eyes. They don't just see light. They see sonically also they can see through walls. I know that sounds weird, but they can see through walls. Just
3: trust me. Five men, two telepaths. Uh, there are there are, is a researcher out there, and I don't doubt it. And because I've seen the outline of the figure,
0: yes, um, yes,
3: and I didn't kind catch this, of like, and someone else did. So I'm crediting yes. them. I don't ever want to not credit other people that Colin Powell was in that interview room. Now I know that sounds crazy, I can't verify it, but it certainly looks like the outline of them. It looks like an African-American male in his 50s wearing an army class A dress uniform. Funny, the rear admiral that was on my list was uh, the person that uh, reported intelligence to the Joint Chiefs of Staff, interesting. But that's how bizarre this film has gotten. And I'm not even going to tell you anything about the telepath because I don't want it to get into the Da Vinci Code. But even Doty said that the telepathic program, the people they hired, was ridiculous. They were like one step above 180. I, I.
1: (sighs) He just
0: said something. All right, the guy on the interview just said something, and I'm going to have him repeat it because he says, I'm not going to get into the Da Vinci Code. Now, most people would skip over that and go, the Da Vinci Code, what? The movie? No. The Da another video
1: i have to learn to keep on task right, there we go
3: 800 psychics back in the 80s and 90s um but there else did so i'm crediting them i don't ever want to not credit other people that Colin Powell was in that interview room. No, no, that sounds Listen crazy. I can't verify it, but it certainly looks like the outline of them. It looks like an African-American male in his 50s wearing an army class A dress uniform. Funny, the rear admiral that was on my list was uh, the person that uh, reported intelligence to the Joint Chiefs staff. Interesting. that's that's how bizarre this film has gotten and i'm not even going to tell you anything about the telepath because i don't want it to get into the da vinci code but even dody said that the telepathic program the people they hired was ridiculous they were like one step above 1-800 psychics back in the 80s and 90s Um, but there was two men in particular that were very in touch with these beings and they would sit down with these aliens and these beings and immediately get information and and relate it back to whoever, whatever military person was in the room. As you can see on the tape, the, the being eventually starts to, to, to medically flag, if I can use the whistleblower Victor's terminology, and he is then attended to by the medical staff. And, and Victor tells us that the medical staff and S2 and S4, you know, are more chosen for their ability to keep secrets than their medical knowledge. And again, I have, and in contact i have the names of the two doctors that are going to be on each either side of this beam on the bottom you're going to see dni 27 uh, that is the department of naval intelligence according to richard doty there's like a conga line of different agencies waiting to insert this their questions to this being in the two hour long interview they the interviews are, are conducted about once Once a month,
2: Uh, what did you start to piece together from people who were in the room? And so when we say hoaxed video, I think you're 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 saying that that was what the assumption you had going into this, that this was hoax. That was sort of the the media speculation about this. Now you've proven and taken it to the United States Congress, which, by the way, they're about to hold a hearing on this next week. And I think that this is, if I'm not mistaken, is going to be a big piece of this. Um, And other whistleblowers are now confirmed to be coming forward to Congress next week civilian whistleblowers who are gonna be testifying of the things that they've been a part of and seen. So talk about the people that you started, the witnesses who are in the room with this creature and how you started to verify the veracity of this film.
3: It was during COVID and for the first time of my life, and I don't say this proudly because I'm a type A workaholic, I had time off that wasn't due to vacation or injury back in my wrestling days. And it just, I'm not saying I was visited. I heard voices, but it's just something my conscience said, you know, you got some time now. Go figure out that film. Figure something out. And I want everyone to know, Clayton, I did not come at this film. It was a hoax. Was it real? I just wanted to find the truth. And that is my credibility, that I didn't push any theory into my own line of thinking. I simply wanted to know the truth. I had information, the film, but I did not have knowledge. You know, which comes from being actually involved in this or 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 even involved in the military or these programs, but I knew that if I went on like a podcast or something, I could start to metastas- metastasize my investigation and put it out into the wind, give it the Oprah effect, maybe somebody would contact me, which has happened to UFO researchers before that they could give me some insight on this and in right before Memorial Day of twenty twenty One, I went on a Jeff Rentz program and sure enough, three weeks later in June, I started to get an email or I got an email, received an email from a gentleman. He said, you know, I caught your interview. You you got some things right. You got something wrong. Month later goes by, I get the same email and and so on and so forth. And he was emailing me on the same day of the first of that day of the month. And I know from my dad being on the board of directors of a credit union, that that's probably somebody who's involved in a board of directors. And, um, and I'm not giving my main whistleblower, uh, you know, identity away. I'm just telling you how prominent this man was, And nine months it took from him vetting me and, you know, emailing me once a month and, and, and whatnot on my birthday, coincidentally, now I'm a public figure you could find out my birthday, but I think it was pretty bizarre that on my birthday, he sends me. And I'm, I don't want, I want, don't want to mince my words. He sends me a report of the defense intelligence agency who ran the alien interview and retention program. That's what it's unofficially called in the know. And he had someone inside the DIA send the report of the unauthorized viewing of this film, not smuggled out, not stolen. It was called the unauthorized viewing. And Clayton, my hand was shaking in my car. I was at an oasis in outside of Hammond, Indiana, believe it or not, on a trip. And my hand was shaking because I was seeing names of actual men in, in Wikipedia and Googling them and realizing these are real people. And like Linda Moulton Howell told me when she saw the list, you have gold here. Why? No one has ever heard of these people before. And like Linda said, and these people are on Google and are, are real And I said, yeah, they are. And she said, "You you, son, you got gold here. And so I got the list of names, but I I, I know investigative journalism, that wasn't just enough just to have the names. I mean, come on, that's ridiculous. So I started to vet every single person on the list. The first person was retired working for TRW and TRW. uh, These are the men, by the way, who were behind the glass in the viewing gallery, watching this thought projection uh, interview. That's what what it's called. It's not telepathy. It's actually called thought projection. And the first one worked for TRW. And I said, "Well, this is a hoax." He's not, he wasn't even in the military. Sean David Morton, who was in the office of the production company, who first got the call from Victor saying, "I've got this VHS tape of an alien," said, "No, no, no. TRW is like hand in hand with the with the government. They they do every kind of secret project and and whatnot." I said, "Wow." The next name was a was a was uh, an, a rear admiral um, who who reported to the Joint Chiefs was in the Oval Office I've proven this and I'll get back to that man the next one was a captain in naval intelligence I look him up on Wikipedia he retired a vice admiral I said well this is a hoax and my and my one investigator said John he was a captain of a Navy intelligence in 1991. He retired. The, the list is from 1991 when this video, this thought projection interview was first made, which was April of 1991. He said, they're giving you a list of the people of the, in that room and their rank at that time. I I mean, I was blown away. I'm like, you're right. And now he was a vice admiral. Clayton, I emailed this man. And we emailed each other back three or four times and we had such a relationship i was going to fly to virginia to ask him to play golf and and go out to dinner and he said well before you you know before you come out wh- what is your documentary about and i'm like look i i am a champion of the military i've had relatives in the military i with along with senator mark kirk stopped the closure of the north chicago va in, in northern chicago i am pro-military i said but look i'm going to send you a list I'm going to send you a report that's very disconcerting. Bear with me. Your name's on it. And I sent him the report, you know, the time and date, what, what type of alien this was, his name there. And he ghosted me. And Clayton, in 2022, when you ghost somebody electronically, doesn't that say speak volumes? You know, he didn't call back and say I was crazy, you're nuts. You know, laugh at me. That's not me. That never happened. And I've had mil- military people say, look, men and men and women in the military are honorable. They're not going to lie to you. They just won't talk to you anymore. So they don't lie to you. And that really had me fall off my chair. Like this guy, we were going to go play golf, and now, um, you know, I am, uh, I am, you know, I am, um, I'm. I'm, I'm alienated from his, from his life. I had Dr. Sala email him too. never laughed at Dr. Sala. Didn't call Dr. Sala crazy. Just said, I'm not interested in, in doing any interviews about anything with my military career. Wow. And you know, the list goes, the list goes on and let me get to the two doctors, the two medics that are, you will see folks on either side of the alien, the doctor on the aliens, right. Our left died in California. I called. Please listen to me, folks. I, you know this. You know this is this is such crucial information. I call his second wife, his widow. I'm gonna say her name is Kim, but it was a short name. It's kind of hard telling somebody's widow was your husband involved in alien, you know, autopsies or alien uh, interrogation or anything to do with aliens, you know, because he was a doctor. And I told her my story very quickly. And she paused again, another person that didn't laugh, didn't hang up the phone. She said, John, that's really interesting. She said, for the time that I was married to him, he never, ever spoke about his time in the U S army medical corps. I never told her U S army medical corps, but that was on the report of what his designation was. And I, which I thought she is correlating this report. She said all of my, all of our friend groups—they're from Vietnam, World War II, Korea—they all have funny stories about boot camp, uh, you know, or you know, uh, on assignment other than non-combat related information. They all have funny stories, and my husband ever never spoke about his time in the U.S. Army Medical Corps, not even to me. And she said, John, your phone call just completely turns the light bulb on and totally makes sense to me now why my husband never spoke about his time in the U S army. You know, so I'm like, you know, what is going on here? Now I eat, now I Google the other doctor's name. He's practicing medicine still in Connecticut. And at the time he worked for the VA in 91. And we see this creature having some sort of respiratory coughing fit folks pay attention to the mouth. It's Opens and closes instantaneously. Listen to me on this. He, um, he, at the time of 1991, this creature's having a respiratory problem. He, This doctor worked for the VA. What did he do and specialize in 1991? He was a pulmonologist. So obviously they brought this man in uh, to, to S2-alpha. That's the, the official designation of that of the underground facility where the alien retention interrogation program happens uh, to, to study this creature that, you know, he's having a respiratory problem. Let's bring in an expert and who in the VA is is a pulmonologist and so on and so forth. Uh, he is not that anymore. He is in a different field of medicine, um, but I, I called his office I, I and Leslie Leslie Keene of the New York Times, who I, I presented this story to her and Ralph Blumenthal, Leslie was even contemplating making an appointment and going to visit and once he, she got him in the room, um you know but that never that never maturated and that and whatever but and then, and then his office just refused to take my calls cuz i you know wanted to be honest i'm working on a documentary and you know he must have he must have had some idea what was going on or was either contacted by someone at the Pentagon look we got a guy he's going around he's asking questions and you might get a, and you might get a phone call and um you know, I, I sat on this for like three or four months and I, I, I you know, I didn't know what, didn't know what else to do. I showed Dr. Sala and then I showed Donald Schmidt, who was JL Heineck uh, assistant in Chicago. And he's the first person I, I showed it to. He's the Rosball expert. And he was flipping the pages in a restaurant in Wisconsin with his mouth open. And, you know, he, he, he basically said, you know, if, if you've got this wrong, nothing changes. If, you're right about this list. This changes everything. And then I called Richard Doty, and I said, "You know, you know, Mr. Doty, you know, I finally got a hold of me. Very nice man to me. Very personable." Hi, Richard. Uh, my name is John Stewart. Do you know anything about the Victor film? Uh, yes, I do. I, I know some things about it. I'm like, wow. Okay. Deep breath.
1: Was it real?
3: Yes, it was real. Uh, I'm, I'm like, it, 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 real meaning it showed an actual off planet extraterrestrial alien being uh, yes and i said okay um do you know who victor is he said no uh but there was a very disgruntled bunch of people down in s2 and in s4 the other facility and, and these disgruntled employees victor being one of them help remove the tape and, and i will tell everyone here victor who kind of said he removed the tape, didn't. It was simply taken out of the S2 facility by the Air Force cameraman, and two copies were made at the Area 51 Groom Lake Photo Lab. And the second copy, the three-minute film, was smuggled out in a GSA burn bag. That's how it left. You know, no, nothing. You know, there was no kind of like smuggling, like a mule over the the the, the American border with drugs. And I mean, it was let out almost like an Ocean's Eleven. And Dodie said that it was not filmed in S4. There are no alien housing there. The alien housing is an S2 Alpha. And I'm like, what's S2 Alpha, <laughs> Doty- sent me a satellite photo of it and said that's what it is it's called the alien retention program uh this bean was brought in on a part of project pounce uh you know it's it's i "I don't know the provenance of the bean but i think it was from the kalahari crash where two beans were recovered and uh he said you know but uh the entire project has been moved to uh uh, dugway proving grounds in Utah where they have now a huge super secret underground facility um, s2 s3s4 are still in kind of a caretaker status um, but most the uh, alien program uh, whether that be the retention the interrogation the biological reverse engineering of craft that all is now taking place at michaels airfield uh, at the dugway proving grounds and 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 uh, you know and I find an email on the internet from 1999 of the project manager. His name was Major Thomas Mack. Beloved. It says Richard Doty was our counterintelligence agent for a Project Majestic. And that was the name of this project. Here's the bombshell. The name of the project for this whole thing since 1947 was Project uh, was the Majestic program. And the the program to interview the, the beings in S2 was called Project Aquarius, which was basically all things about aliens in contact with with uh, human beings. And that is from the email, and that is also from Richard Doty's mouth, who is verified as the counterintelligence agent who is in his 70s and, and wants to tell the story, the, the truth of what's going on and what the government is covering up.
2: I wanted to ask you about the New York Times piece of this. So you brought this to the New York Times. You brought this to Leslie Kane. You brought this to Ralph Blumenthal, um, who, of course, uh, write for the New York Times and, and publish reports in the New York Times, famously, uh, their their big bombshell report a number of years ago about the USS Nimitz. Um, and you brought this to them. What happened when you brought this to the New York Times?
3: For asking me that because I, I was kind of sworn to secrecy by them um, until the stories came out. And they are out. And I contacted Ralph Blumenthal. I said, I, "I have to do this in person. I have to show you my investigation." And I flew to Midtown Manhattan, and we uh, we met at the the Hilton in Midtown, uh, August of last year. And we sat there for five, six hours. Um, I debriefed them basically. Uh, they were kind of astonished that I was old school journalism, you know, getting out of my car, knocking on doors, putting notes on people's cars, and you know, and um, and uh, you know, we had lunch, and and they said, "Look." We totally believe you, you know, your 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 investigation is thorough, it's vetted, it's sourced, but there's no way the New York Times is going to run this story. I mean, you've got a film in and in a photo of an actual extraterrestrial. And Ralph and Leslie both said, you know, if we could get or you could get a credentialed inside military intelligence official to come forward, which I'm like, that's never going to happen to my shock, it did. Um, we could possibly take this to the New York Times and run this story. If you had somebody come forward saying that film's real and the whole alien retention interview program is real. David Crush, you know, the story breaks on News Nation. I mean, my family, my wife were like, they're like, John, you're 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 gonna be in the New York Times. This this is what Leslie and Ralph have been telling you. This is what you needed. We have you have it now. And um, I, I I don't know what's going on. I I you know, um, But you've heard nothing from uh, them. And
2: to be clear, they're not staff writers of the New York Times. They are. no, Yeah. So this isn't specifically the New York Times. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And I I said, well, does this move my story now to the to the forefront? We have what you said I needed. And, you know, I'll talk to Ralph and, and Ralph, I'll talk to Leslie. I'm not throwing them under the bus. They're lovely people. I, I like him. I, I mean, Ralph. Uh, in in five hours, Ralph Blumenthal became like my de facto uncle. That's how, what a genuine soul he is. And I I love Leslie. And we and we email each other. And 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 I you know I just for the life we don't know don't know what's going on. I I have checked every single box, you know. And, and everyone told me Clayton twenty years ago: government, Hollywood, ufologist. If you prove who Victor Wa is you know, you prove the video and the director and the CEO of this production company said, this guy called us out of the blue. He was a government employee. He was retired. He didn't even drive at the time and produced this VHS tape. I've checked all the boxes. I've got the names, I've got the providence of it. Um, you know, it's in Steven Greer's one tetrabyte file that he's also submitted to Congress. So it was submitted twice. I think I'm number 240 on the list where it says UFO researchers, you know, information. Um, I I, I don't know what else to do anymore, except, you know, continue to break, try and break through, you know, flying to Washington to hand my investigation of Congressman Burchett, whose office was wonderfully kind and nice to me, but to continue to do podcasts. And I I need the people's help. I I really do, because what David Grush can't tell you, I am willing to tell you today on this podcast that the bombshell, I think of my entire investigation, the number 27 We found it on a Ronald Reagan briefing about uh, extraterrestrials from 1980. I call back Doty. This is like right out of a movie, Richard. What the hell is the number 27 mean? Doty, not knowing, you know, what I was talking about, said, Oh, 27 is Yankee White. I'm like, what's Yankee white? And he said, John, that's the security umbrella classification. Listen to me, folks, for anybody that briefs the president of the United States. So if you're watching that film, you better have the Yankee white security clearance to talk to which would have been George H. Bush at the time. Now, a person has claimed Colin Powell was in that room. I'm telling you that Colin Powell's chief uh, intelligence liaison, Admiral uh, Admiral Schaefer, he's the only name I've given up because he's dead, he's died already. He was also in that room and he responded and he was, Direct liaison to the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and I have proof that he was also in the Oval Office. So that is why the designation 27 is on the bottom of that film. Would a production person in a low level production company or a screenwriter even think to put that on the bottom of the film? I mean, it's just ludicrous. It's just this thing just proves itself over and over and over again.
2: And so, and if the- you see
3: the mouth of the bean yeah all every fx person is like I, I don't know how that opens you you close up on that film and you see that mouth going like this i mean we've had X, FX people off camera tell us there's no way in 91 you'd see the metal servo around the mouth as a bulge there I, this is a slit that's opening and closing oh there's a hand underneath the head of the of the alien we we have seen if, because the, the flashlight of the medic shines the entire torso of this being. You see, the neck is as thin as a wiffle ball bat. How is somebody getting their hand up there? Um, this would have taken two hundred to three hundred thousand dollars. We know, uh, you know. Again, being the journalist, I found the production budget of of rocket pictures. Production budget meaning having them put this out as a documentary, and then they they did a they did their own alien interview as a B roll. Um, wasn't even a, a, a third of that. I know what what they were paid. I know what Victor was paid. There was no money. Uh, there was no three, four hundred thousand, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollar budget to recreate this beam. And why is everyone gaslighting me? And and let me go on to the next thing, Clayton. This is very near and dear to my heart because it's affecting me. You know, uh, you know the, the person from the the uh, that I was hooked that was ready to come on camera. Said, look you're on a watch list now why am i on a watch list if i'm investigating a fake video you know fake, right you know, the dia i call the DIA with my foia request we see your name there but there's no there's no file mr stewart his name was andrew at dia foia request i've never seen this before ever somebody removed your file you can't get on this computer with your with a name, unless you have a file attached. All of a sudden, four hours later, a file is attached. I get it, I get an email. I mean, why admirals ghosting me? Why? Why is this sending panic and shockwave, shock waves through Washington and the Pentagon? Why if it's a hoaxed video? That's all I ask people. Don't believe a word I'm saying. Believe the follow-ups of why is this sending panic? and and uh, and through the people uh, in the know. Uh, well,
2: you did the work, you did you the work that no that one better than me. You did the work that no one else would do, and confirmed that there were men in the military who were in that room, and it wasn't a Hollywood production. It, there were people in that room who signed into that facility. And you've confirmed this, and you've confirmed with the family members who were there and working on these projects. Um, and others have come forward to confirm the veracity of not only your investigation, but also confirming other pieces of information from your uh, from your investigation. Um, now, the it's in the hands of U.S. Congress. You've given it over to uh, Tim Burchett's office, Congressman Tim Burchett's office. This hearing is about to unfold in Washington, D.C. What do you expect will come from that hearing um, and how will will your film, will this film be involved in that in any way?
3: Well, this film was already what I was told, so can't I can't verify the veracity. What I was told that this film was already shown to two congressmen who quote hands were shaking, couldn't even put the cup of water to their mouths when they saw this video. Another congressman saw it. He was just made a quote in in, in the uh, in the newspapers in the media last week. I don't really think the American people can handle what I've seen um I, I think there's gonna there's just gonna be the soft disclosure as, as, as hard as that is to accept um Clayton, I, I i don't if you think if you think uh, Joe Biden is going to walk out an alien, uh, at the national press club. It's not, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, the military sees the technology we, ha- they have as the high ground In the civil war it was high Hills in 2023. It's this alien technology. And I want to tell the military something. I, I and I want to look straight in the camera. I understand that. I understand the secrecy and in the paranoia, not even knowing what you're really dealing with. I get it. The secret's out. Okay. The secret is out. And people like me are not condemning you. I actually feel sorry for the people that had to keep this secret from their spouses and their friends and taking it to their deathbed. Um, But no one is championing the military on this. And, And I want to tell the Pentagon, and I don't say, I say this respectfully, to be honest with you, when I look out in the UFO world, the American people don't trust you. And really, I'm the only friend you got. So, you know, People like me want to help you come out of the closet with the alien phenomenon. Let Congress do what it has to do, help and assist Congress. I'm asking the Pentagon to do this. We don't need all the secrets. We need to know you lied to us. You covered it up. We will understand why you covered it up and why you lied to us. And like they did in South Africa, when Nelson Mandela took over, I, I wanted to get this in. I would like to be part of, the, of, a, of some sort of a committee. This was thought, batted about by Reverend Michael Carter, who appears on Ancient Aliens, that we need to have a, a, a government citizen committee where we just exonerate everybody in the government for the last 80 years of the money laundering, potential murders um that have occurred to keep the secrets high folks there's no other way to have the military or these government contractors ceos come forward than to say you're not going to jail we will exonerate you tell us what you got um let the american people in stop belittling our loyalty and stop mocking um our citizenship
2: i guess we'll get you out of here on this john because it's a lot for people to digest, but what happened to this creature? This was, I had mentioned at the beginning, 1997, I guess that's when we actually saw, we got our, the film was leaked or we were able to get our hands on the film, right? But 91 is this interview with this creature, with this, with this alien entity, what happened? Do we know reportedly what happened to this alien?
3: Yes, it was funny. Victor brought this film out uh, uh, a year after he retired. So I thought, so he was, you know, trying to clear himself very smart. And Victor tells us that the creature died shortly after this this interview. And uh, where is the body? You know, we, we have been told that bodies are being stored at Wright Pat Homestead and Sandia Labs, which is inside the, the Dugway Proving Grounds base. And, you know, I mean, how many times do you have to examine these beans? I mean, this has been since the 40s that we've been looking at their tissue and and so on and so forth. So I I think that uh, without being disrespectful to our cosmic brothers and sisters, it it is kind of, it is kind of old hat and clean. Before I leave, I just want to tell you that, uh, you know, what no one else has heard. And this was told to me. And I was told that I was one of three people in the world that know this. And I'm telling your viewers that the new, and I don't want any general to do a spit take right now. So I'm going to, everybody drinks down. but take this to the bank, folks, the new, designation by the faction of the government and civilian contractors in this alien retention program this the majestic program aquarius project the new designation is saber synthetic astrobiological extraterrestrial races you say this to a general today in washington who's in the know he's gonna you know he's gonna look like he swallowed a peach pit. um that is the, the designation and i was never told not to tell anybody so i'm telling you clayton on your show and and, um, and and that's the new designation. They are some sort of half synthetic robot and biological being with their tissue and organs, and and they appear to be sentient. But that that is that is why they're you know that that is how they were able to travel, uh, you know, great distances and and using. All types of propulsion methods, like anti-gravity and wormholes and and string theory, and I, I know I'm chopping this up, but right. um, that they were half half robot and half half actual living biological creature, v- very bizarre things.
2: Wow. Well, John, thank you for all of the the research on this, the investigation on this. Um, We'd love to have you come back here as this story develops. And we'd love to see what happens in Congress next week with this hearing. Yeah. Um, w- you know, we thank you for your bravery in this. We thank you for what you've been through with this and and, and people ghosting you and uh, and trying to drag your name through the mud with all of this. We thank you for, for coming here and sharing your story with our audience, which is an open-minded audience. And we thank you so much for, for all of this.
1: Thank you, John.
3: You're welcome, and thank you, Clayton, because I think this podcast with you and your show and your program,
1: Sorry, guys. I was on mute. Uh,
0: Things are about to get crazy. Uh, This is nuts. This is nuts, folks. We're... uh, All I can say is today, as of today, I want you to do three things. Number one, get your Liberty laptop. Everything I tell you is moot if you're not able to get the messages if you're not able to get on the sites, on the private servers. After you get your laptop, you'll understand the onion uh, level of the internet, the deep web, the free web. Because the... laptop explains how to enter exit all that the once you have that get on and get as much fucking bitcoin as you can right now don't go crazy and like mortgage your house or anything like that that's Don't, like, put it on a credit card. That's that's up to you. But get ready, folks. Use Caleb and Brown. My link, you guys should have an account already. Call them. If you have 2,500 or more, they might even... If you're an existing regular client, they might even do less. But use Caleb and Brown. Don't use Coinbase. They're going to give you that, I will send it to you in two weeks shit. Not going to work. Um, And if you have questions, give us a call. 941-960-1180. All right? Love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye.